What's going on, your man Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, talking to you today about offense versus defense in the game of life. If you follow my stuff, you know that I recommend the frame of playing life as if it were a game, okay? That does not negate the fact that there are horrible things that happen in life and, and serious tragedies and all these obstacles and things, but I'm the frame is to be able to make you wake up and project life as if you were a kid, as if like, what are the fun things I'm going to do today and be able to create your ideal lifestyle, your most consistently happy day. All right. This is everything that my content moves towards. All, all of my content gears towards trying to make you guys as happy as possible and teach you all the things to be able to create your ideal lifestyle and your ideal day and leveling up through the game of life. Okay. It's a frame. The map is not the territory, but it's a very useful map. And the most useful map that I found for navigating through life and becoming happier because that's what everyone wants. Everyone wants to avoid pain and maximize uh, pleasure, be it good feelings, good thoughts. Um, you know, I'm not not necessarily ecstatic bliss, but you know, feelings of power, feelings of self improvement, feeling good in your body, uh, things that interest you. You know, just having as many things that you like to do during the day and feeling as good as possible, and having your state, which is your thoughts, your feelings and the sensations within your physiology be as good as possible, okay? And this is what the vast majority of people live for, although a lot of people are unconscious about it and end up doing things that sabotage themselves. So there are two really schools of thought in terms of how to be happier, sort of the Eastern uh, philosophy of, you know, you've got your Neo Advaita and Zen and um, meditation and, and, you know, we've got a lot of Western Buddhism that's almost becoming mainstream. I've studied um, Advaita and uh, non-dualism since I was about 15. I studied in university, I double majored before I dropped out in philosophy and comparative religion, which was the Hindu philosophy and Buddhism as well. Uh, major influences in my life, um, Eastern uh, meditation techniques and, and all that philosophy I really studied. But I'm seeing this stuff sort of come to the mainstream with sort of Western gurus, um, you know, seeing guys on YouTube, a lot of people who, who seem questionable to me. Um, an enlightened being is not, uh, it is a very rare thing. Okay, If you want to look up someone who's enlightened in the last hundred years, if, if there's anybody, it's Ramana Maharshi. Okay, but I, but there are a lot of guys preaching this stuff, and there's use in meditation, there, there's use in, in Zen techniques, there's use in Western Buddhism. But if you're not enlightened, you are still in this body. I am still in this body. I still, if this body suffers, I suffer. I still have desires for women and for money and um, to be able to live happy. And I, I am trying to live a middle way, okay, where I'm still doing my spiritual work. But I'm very much in tune with the reality of that, like, I have an ego. I'm attached to this body. My spirit might be... Um, you know, attached to this body, but if this body hurts, I feel it. Okay. And there's all, you know, there, there are guys who are pretending otherwise and who, you know, when you look at them, they're not particularly happy. Um, because I think that, that, that defense, at least that's defense. Okay. That's half the battle. Half the battle is mindfulness, awareness, um, uh, being able to take a negative charge out of an emotion by watching it, uh, by watching your thoughts disappear. But to me, that's, that's half the battle. Okay, the other battle is offense, and that's getting the good things in life and getting a good lifestyle. All right, and you got to be honest with yourself. Okay, there's a lot of guys pretending out there 
that that they don't care about that stuff, but that's just because they've given up. All right. If you're really serious, okay, go to, go to a monastery and do that. Do meditation 24-7. You can find one here in Thailand where, and, and they are serious. Okay, they've given up all their worldly possessions and they're, they're doing that 24-7, trying to become enlightened. If you're really serious about it, you know, that could be the move. Okay, but if you are still engaged in this world, like be honest with yourself. All right, I'm not... I'm still attached to a lot of things and, and, you know, 20 years of study has not changed that, has not changed that those deep level attachments. All right. So I'm trying to, I'm still working on the spiritual stuff. I'm still praying. I'm still meditating, but I'm still working within what, what my actual reality is. Okay. And, and if people, you know, could ask, does Will have a big ego? I absolutely do. Absolutely. Okay. And that's why you have to have a good offense. Okay. Zen meditation is defense, but when rent is due and fun is to be had and women are to be seduced, don't, don't lie to yourself that you don't care about those things, okay? Don't just meditate and be aware of the pain. Remove the structural, remove the pain, create the structural change. The example I always use is like, it's great to be able to um, meditate and, and be aware of the pain, but put a knife through your leg and see, see how aware and how mindful you're going to be, okay? You're going to be running around trying to get that knife out, and it's the same thing where a lot of guys will use this stuff as an excuse not to fix personal issues or not to fix structural issues about their life. What structural issues that you can, that you can change, like you would be shocked at how much of your problems and how much of, you know, if you're drifting into depression or all these different things you can solve by structurally changing your life by getting up early, by getting your diet, right. Um, by getting in shape, by, uh, creating a business that, that gives you purpose for work to move somewhere warm, uh, to have the same schedule every day creates massive changes. I mean, that and, and the positive thinking and personal development has by far made me happier than that um, self-analysis and type of study. If anything, oftentimes, I'll, you know, the self-analysis can lead me to a worse mood because you're opening your mind to thoughts, which also opens your mind to negative thoughts, right? Because you're, as opposed to having that offense out there where you're, you're still blocking them and, and reframing those thoughts into something positive. Okay. People often turn to Eastern meditation and philosophy when they're depressed. I did when I was 15 and I was, I was, you know, I was like, what is this world? Why am I here? What is my purpose? You know? And, and I, I, I couldn't see it. And Eastern meditation is, is where I turned to sort of get a better grasp of things. Okay. But what eventually really upgraded the quality of my life was, was good old fashioned American positive thinking. Okay, your Tony Robbins stuff, your Grant Cardone stuff, your the stuff that I do, the motivational stuff, the creating structural changes in your life, the taking massive action and not negating that as, oh, it's just some type of, you know, phenomena of the world. Like, no, this stuff is really there. There, there is a world. Okay, you know, it is there's, there's this wall is a physical reality. There's, that bus can physically hit you and put you into a lot of pain. All right. So defense is, is great. All right. But, but ultimately I prefer offense. All right. Whenever I played sports, I was always on offense trying to score a goal. And I, I, I hate it. I would reluctantly go back to defense to try and help the team out, but I wanted to stay up there scoring. Okay. Um, my philosophy is, is action. It's being engaged in the world. It's trying hard. It's kicking the door until the handles come off, you know, pushing through those goals, doing whatever you have to do, staying busy, staying active, not sitting there making sense of my failures by being mindful of them. Okay. You can be mindful of your failures all day and try and take the charge out of them 
and that's a use, useful tactic on defense, but also it's like create the structural change so that you don't have to keep going back into meditation on defense to, you know, get rid of those problems. Go out on offense and get ahead of them, you know. Um, you can meditate about money and, 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 and all that stuff, but it, instead you could just go out and make money and not have to worry about, you know, the rent being due and trying to meditate your way out of it, if that makes sense. Okay, mindfulness is a great is a great tool for understanding yourself and being able to discharge negative emotions, but also get out there and create positive emotions. Put in effort, be social, um, be extroverted, be you, you know, be engaged in life, be enthusiastic about this stuff. Like I see a lot of Western Buddhism guys or guys who are hardcore into Buddhism, and to me, they look depressed. They look depressed. They they don't have that zest for life. They don't have that charge. Okay, and I'm not trying to. You know, insult anybody, um, but the you know there's two paths. There's offense and defense, and even in the spiritual world, there's two paths. There's sort of the awareness path, but there's also the the the, the shakti path, which is the path to love. You know, and and you have saints that that got enlightened through love. You have like Jesus got out through love. Ramakrishna got out through love, and you know you and 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 engagement in the world okay like there there are there are two two paths that you can use and that's the offense and the defense um you know we 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 are more human than we'd like to admit here's the reality like diet sleep exercise social connections and purposeful work make a massive difference okay they will do more for your well-being than than all the meditation um efforts combined that's my personal experience Okay, that stuff makes me way happier than meditation. I can have a really nice meditation and sort of zone out for about 20 minutes until my mind kicks in and be in peace and, and sort of be in that state or the samadhi or maybe close to it. And then the mind kicks, kicks in and it's like, okay, those problems you had before you meditated, they're still here, right? They're still here when you get back, okay? And, you know, don't use that as an excuse to not solve those problems, all right? You know, like get, get on top of those, get on top of the game of life. You can still do the spiritual work, the meditation or the prayer or not do it at all if, if you're not interested in that stuff. Um, but, but again, like, you know, that, that, that offense, like the best defense is a good offense, right? If you're a basketball team, the best defense is scoring 200 points or, you know, 100, 120 points on the other team, Right. You, you can you can fumble and, and and make all kinds of mistakes on defense as long as you as, as long as you're hammering at the offense same thing in your business dude you can make every mistake on the back end and all that stuff but if you're a sales killer and you're just crushing revenue you're gonna be profitable okay the best the best defense is a good offense um, and you know a lot of guys out there don't believe that their ego doesn't exist they're talking on YouTube from their comfortable room you know with money in it and in the bank and probably a girlfriend and, and like, come on, man. Okay. All that stuff's really easy to say from a comfortable place to live with good food and air conditioning and heating and money in the bank and charging for your spiritual products, which not supposed to do. Um, you know, like, like let's, let's get real dude. Like the Ramana Maharshi lived in a cave for 20 years and then he lived in an ashram barely eating and was in samadhi for eight hours a day that to me the guys that I see out there teaching that stuff um, are, are not even in the same ballpark of that okay so like you have to be engaged I'm, in my opinion in the world you have to be out there putting out offense you can be mindful you can be aware you can self-analyze at some point but you also have to 
go out and put your armor on and go into this the big sales meeting. Okay, you have to put that ego on, put that put that suit on, so that you can get revenue, so that you can, you know, get your head above water and, and start living comfortably. Okay, introverting, being self aware, being mindful, living in the present. All these things are good as a toolkit to be able to have on defense if, if some things in your life are not working. Be able to sit down, meditate about it, analyze about it, journal about it, be mindful about it, go within yourself. These are all important things to have as a defense. But you also need to be able to switch gears and, and extroverts, okay? And, you know, and to be aware of others and your environment. When you're out socially, you're not turning inwards, you're turning outwards. When you're on a sales call, you're thinking about what that guy is saying. What, what do I say next to him? When you're talking to a girl, you're thinking about what she's saying and how do I be charming and how, how do I project outside, okay? You're not always turning inward into your thoughts, okay? You're, you're, and you're not always living in the present, all right? Sometimes the present's terrible when I'm, you know, I want to live in the future. I, I, I want to see, like, if I'm having a bad day, I want to be able to go to my whiteboard and think about all the cool stuff that I'm going to accomplish. I want to be excited about those wins. I want to, you know, when I'm on doing my cardio, I got my music on. I'm thinking about all the stuff that I'm going to do. I'm not focused on all the pain in my body. I'm defocusing on that. And focusing on the music, focusing on getting hyped up and focusing on my future wins. And that, that, that makes a massive difference as opposed to just like being aware of every step I do on the cardio to, to infinity and, and getting bored out of my mind and, and, and staying in all that tiredness instead of like aiming for that future, those future wins, amping myself up using that offense. All right. So I know I, I sort of went back and forth on a bunch of different topics, but I, I, I really want you to consider those two frames, um, you know, the active versus the passive philosophy. And I'm like, I'm 70% active, maybe 25% passive with the reading, you know, and the, the self-analysis. But I think, I think primarily being a man of action, um, living with your heart and your balls and moving through life and being serious about it and being extroverted and being engaged is the way to go in terms of your personal happiness Having that defensive gear, but I, I don't think that's 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 the primary best way to move through it for maximizing your happiness. But let me know what you think about this in the comments section. Also, make sure to subscribe on YouTube. Check me out on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com. I appreciate you watching this. I wish you all the best in your personal development journey.